0: morning to you all. Uh, thank you very much, Pastor, for giving me this privilege to preach the Word of God. And, uh, I didn't know that I would meet, uh, is that Dr. Kennedy right now, doctor? <laughs> and I met him. Uh, I met him in 2012, and then we talked about joining Baptist World Mission, and then 2013 I was in it, so... When I came, it was very difficult to find Alex. (laughs) I was looking for him. I couldn't. I said that shouldn't be difficult. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you know, you understand why. (laughs) Always to be back and greetings from my family, um, my wife. You know, two thousand sixteen when I came, I just said greetings from the church, you know, from Ghana. And today I'm saying greetings from my wife. You know, because now I'm married. Praise the Lord. And uh, she couldn't come. Um, she wished she was here, but and then with my daughter, they are doing very well. Uh, this morning we talked and she said I should greet, though she doesn't know you people, but I should greet you. So praise the Lord for that. Uh, let's turn our Bibles, as uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6. Last Sunday I was at um, Pastor Matthew's church, Matthew Weber. How do Shawano right? That's what I pronounce it. Ah. Just forget
1: the uh,
0: I was there. And, uh, when Pastor Gilmore contacted me, I was praying uh, as to what the Lord wanted me to preach. And this was actually the message that he wanted me to preach here. But I think those that went with me, where's Sam? I cannot see. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. So you get a double dose of that. So. Maybe you, you needed to repent something. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> But yeah, good to meet you. you, know, I met you, and then we had a good time, so. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, and let's pray. Father in heaven, we are so grateful that as sinful as we are, but we can come before you, the holy God, because of what Jesus Christ did for us. We thank you for that. We thank you for an institution like this, that our hearts will be stirred, every single day moment by moment to know you to love you to obey you to serve you for the rest of our lives lord i pray that lord would you use your word once again to convict uh, to convey to encourage to reprove us lord that we will know what is right and what is wrong and we'll be able to uh, help us but i pray that would you help me uh, that i preach your word and uh, your listeners lord will be able to use it They go into their daily activities. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, Moses wrote this book, of course, as we know, and this is the last book that we know Moses wrote in the Bible. And um, we know who Moses was. Um, He was a prophet, he was a priest, he was a leader of uh, Israel, the chosen people of God. And God has a specific Destiny for the children of Israel, so and Moses have the privilege of leading these people out of bondage to go into that promised land. And on the way, there were a lot of detours. There were a lot of things that happened uh, to the point that actual Moses will not get to go into that land. I, I believe Moses was very sad. He wanted to do that. You know, my God said, "Don't talk to me again about this issue." And now Moses is about to die. You know, God told him, you know, prepare yourself. You know, you are coming home. And so as Moses knew, he has been with these people at least for 40 years. He knows them very, very well. He knows their strength. He knows their weaknesses. And now he's going to tell them, he's going to give them his last words before he pass on. And verse 1, he said, now these are the commandments, the statutes and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded you to teach you, that ye might do them in the land where uh, ye go to possess us, that thou mayest fear the Lord thy God and keep His commandment and His, uh, his statutes and his commandments which I command thee, that thou and thy sons and thy sons sons all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. So you could see Moses, you know, standing up and giving these instructions, you know, instructions to these people. This is how you stay in the promised land. If you want a long life, if you want to have a relationship with God, the one that have saved you, this is how you do it. And you know how he began when he said, these are the commandments, the statutes. Now, Um, I know this is a a school, a theological school. I think there are about 613 commandments or maybe more than that. I don't know, but I learned that from a book. (laughs) Um, And so all these, in fact, they have commandments about the way they dress, the way they eat, the way they even talk, you know, how many steps they have to take during their Sabbath time. They have commandments anywhere, you know, everywhere. And maybe I think, Moses thought, uh, it didn't work. You remember, in fact, they broke the first commandment. You know, when Moses was on top of the, you know, mountain trying to get the commandment, and what was it, you know, don't worship any other idol. And what were they doing? Worshiping Idol. And he has lived with them to the point that he realized that, uh, maybe these commandments were not, they know the commandments. They know the laws. And Moses have taught them for, Forty years he was teaching these people the, the laws, and it should be easy for them. And then you know he went ahead and said, you know, oh, okay, then fear the Lord, fear the Lord, and keep you know His statutes. And 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 then these are people that have seen God's miracles. Now think of it: if the B C M should see the miracle, should see the pattern of the rescue, what will it happen to you in your life? If you, if you saw, if you were there, you walked on dry ground. It wasn't muddy. <laughs> dry ground. I, I don't know, but for me it would do something. It would change my life. You know, what about if, 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 if you never go to Walmart to buy food? You know, no KFC. <laughs> <laughs> and then God feed you for 40 years. 40 years. Every day you get your breakfast, supper, no lunch right? Lunch comes before supper. <laughs> I think maybe they'll got some desserts too, right? <laughs> For 40 years, God was taking care of them. They, d- they didn't need to worry about the, you know the clothes that they will wear. And they were walking all the time. Now sometimes we, we don't we don't think that these are big miracles they are huge ones, things that will come into your life and, I don't know, have you ever seen those kind of miracles? But we, we see miracles in our lives, and it was like, wow, God did that for me. But in comparison, sometimes you think, wow, that one is a miracle. They saw that. They, they saw the earth actually opening her mouth to swallow other people. They saw that. In fact, they saw when Moses lift his hands, they would win battles. They were not afraid. God said, I will be with you. I will destroy your enemies. And he did that for them. Now, what will you do? What, if, if ever there were a particular group of people on earth that should serve the Lord, it should be the Israelites. You sure. If ever there could be you know, people that know who God is, who their God is, In fact, one time Moses said, you know, there's no nation that has a God like our God. Jehovah, I am that I am. The one that when his children cried unto him, he said, I've heard your voice. I'm coming to save you. Wow. And because of them, he said, he destroyed almost all the armies of Egypt. All the armies of Egypt. Egypt never rose into power after the Red Sea. Never. And uh, it should have been very easy to, for the children of Israel to you know, do what God wants them to do, at least. But I think that Moses was thinking, uh, they didn't get it. They didn't. It's all these miracles, but I know how rebellious they are. In fact, one day they came and told Moses, no, you take too much of this. These people are holy. You're just putting something on us. You remember that rebellion that happened? They've rebelled. It was because of their rebellion that they wandered around for almost 40 years in that wilderness. It was because of their. So he knows the in and out of these people. They've broken the rules. They've seen the the, the miracles. It didn't do anything to them. So he was thinking, I don't know, but maybe Moses was kind of like pacing back and forth. What can I tell these people? So that when they get into the land, they will stay. That you know, obeying the rules will not be just a formality. But it will come from a pure heart. They will know that relationship with God that they are doing it not because somebody said it, but they are doing it because of something else. Verse four. And he said, "Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord." I need to open to my notes. If not, we'll be what time do I? You have a class, right? Okay, Now I have my notes. We will not close. Late. Here, oh, Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Lord. I, I believe this was what Moses was saying. If only they know who their God is. If only they understand who Jehovah, the one that saved them, the one that is giving them the miracles, the one that is giving them the commandments. If only they have a relationship with him. I think my job will be done. And so he called them to attention. Here, oh Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Do you know that this, this place is very important in the lives of the Jews? Even up till today. He called them. And the word here means pay attention. Pay attention. Listen up. Not just listen, you know, you know, hear it, but listen to the intent of doing something about that. You know, sometimes we hear a lot of things, but we don't do anything. And that's very dangerous, especially when you hear a lot of truth, and you don't put it in action. You become like the Dead Sea. You know, I can swim in the Dead Sea. <laughs> I don't know how to swim, but there I can swim. <laughs> because why? There's no outlet, Right? It's dead. And so Moses was telling, what I'm going to tell you, you must do something about it. So this morning, BCM, are we hearing from the Lord? He's saying, yeah, oh, BCM, the Lord our God is one Lord. He's not a God. He's not one of the gods. He is unique. Not that they didn't know that he was only one God. They know. they know the Jehovah that they serve is one God. They, they have no argument about that. But Moses was calling them to know the uniqueness of their God. The oneness of the Jehovah they serve. Do you know your God? Do you? Do you know that he is, he is Jehovah? I am that I am. I was, I am, and always will be God. There is no one but God who is God. He hasn't changed and moved. He's never on plan B. Nobody has ever thwarted his plans. He's always on course. He's God. God is God, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know that, right? In our language, we have that song. I like you should have sang that as a solo. <laughs> you should join the chorale, right? <laughs> Go for the trial, but I don't know whether you make it, I didn't. Um, <laughs> and we have our song We say, you no, know, whether you like it or you don't like it, God is God. Whether you agree or you don't agree, but God is God. Do you know that if you close your Bible, never to read it again, but God is still God. Whether you sing or you don't sing, God is God. Whether you pray or you don't pray, God is God. God doesn't need you to be God. He has angels to do that job for him. They sing, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, all the time for him. Sometimes we don't think that God is God. We think that, if, if I don't do something, God will cease to be God. My friend, he can't. It's impossible. It's not part of himself. He is God. He's the only one that can be God. He's the creator of the universe. He created you. He created me. In fact, if he says right now the whole world should go to hell, he will still be God. He will. He does what he wants. You cannot take him to court. You can't. You can't. If he kills you today, right now, you cannot go, God, why did you, I didn't finish this job. No, you can't do that with him. And so Moses was saying, look, the one that is giving you the command, know, know that he is God. The Lord our God is one Lord. Do you know what it does to us? It means we can never, ever change God. Our plans, our schemes, our ambitions, our visions, none of it can change God. It can't. Too small to do that. And so in our lives, whatever we do, we have to know God is God. When I'm in class, I have to know God is God. What I'm putting on, I have to know God is God. I'm dressing this way because God is God. He's God. I'm listening to this music because God is God, not because somebody told me. If not, it will become rules, and you will break the rules. You will get frustrated, and you will leave the school without getting to where God wants you to get to. If you leave the school, doesn't mean that God, is, God has ceased to be God also. He hasn't. You are losing, not him. So Moses was saying, here, oh, Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. This morning in your life. is God, God in your life. Is he God? Does he tell you what you have to do? And you know, God is, is God that, you know, we need to fear him. I know a lighter father will fear him, but do you know that you need to fear him? Fear him because he can destroy your life. No, destroy doesn't go with God, you know. But he knows how to do it. He can just end your life that, that instant. Therefore, you need to fear God. In fact, you know, the Bible said our God is what? A consuming fire. He said it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of of the living God. Praise the Lord. He comes to us as a friend. And we can live with Him. And that's when I recognize that my God in my life is God. He's the only one that can be God. I cannot replace Him. I cannot replace Him. He's there for me all the time. Kings and queens will go, but He will continue to be God. And then. Verse 5, he gives a command. Gives a command, and I believe this is, this is the key of staying with God. Staying with God. This is the key of enjoying the fellowship that you want with God. When you know who God is, he said, and thou. You see, he has moved from calling all of them collectively personal. All of us should realize that God is Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. How do I stay with God? Love him. And and you know, he he didn't say love God because he's blessing you. No, it's not in it. You know why I should love God? Because God is God. The Lord our God is one Lord. Because of that, love him. It's like a command to love laugh something. <laughs> I know now. Love has been misused. And where that has been, used. you know, do, when when we talk about we love something, do you know what it means? I can use it, right? If I can use it, it's a good thing for me. You now, if if is the mic working? I should have done something, right? I'm sorry. Uh. Hello? Hello? Okay, thank you. Well, but um, let's say your cell phone. You know why someone's like, we love our cell phone because we can use it to call. We use it. Whatever we use, we love it. If we cannot use it, we don't love it. We don't like it. It doesn't work. It's broken. I, use my ve- I love my vehicle because it gets me from point A point B. And and sometimes we bring that concept to loving God. We love God because he blesses us, right? Oh, we love God. Look at the talent he has given me, right? I, I love God because I get straight A's. I paid all my debts. I don't owe any school fees. saying, look, you don't love me because you can use me. We cannot use God. We can't. We love God because he is God. And when when we know that, you see, it doesn't become rules for us again. Because we are just, we love, we are doing what our lover is telling us to do. Have you ever fallen in love? You know what I mean, the, the last rule, oh, not part of it. <laughs> you, you know what happens? You want to talk to people about, about their fellow. You know, any time you, you don't want to miss a communication, you want to be with them all the time and hear them. Sometimes you just want to sit with them, no talking. Love it. And when when we went to Pastor Matthew's church, and I lost my data, so I thought, wow, we are in America, and I cannot even have internet access. That's wow. So uh, for Saturday, Sunday, we 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 didn't. So uh, Monday we're coming, and Alex had my phone in his pocket, and then he reached. I said, oh, did you did you receive text? He said, yeah, I think the data has come. There were 25. Miss calls (laughs) from my wife, only one from somebody else, but all were from my wife. I love that too, right? but why? She hasn't heard just only two days, maybe one full day from her lover. She hasn't, and she couldn't bear it, so she was calling. So I said, hey, call call, call her back. We need to hear from her. And then she said, are you okay? I said, yes. And wh- when I got there Saturday, I was trying to find a way. I nearly called Walmart. That's where I bought my phone. Why is the data not working? Why? Because I wanted to speak to my wife. You see? Not because he does, she does good things all the time for me, or I use her. No! But I love her because we have a relationship. And it helps us. You see, when when you fall in love, you want to tell everybody about it. Do you know why sometimes we we shy away from telling people about Jesus Christ? Maybe you don't love him that much. We sing, oh, how I love you. Oh, how I love Jesus. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. The whole day go by, you you never even talk to the one that you said, I love you." you. didn't just go through the motions. said, no, love the Lord. How? 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 With all your hearts. Everything. Everything that shows that you are a person love God. It should be commanding everything, everything to love the Lord. Whatever flow out of my life should show that I love God. It it means like I should love God with all my intensity. You know, when somebody's in something, you know it, Right? Even when you are conducting, conductor, if, so, if a music gets to you, 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 somebody knows that, wow, this guy is rejoicing in the Lord. Do you love the Lord? Yeah, I love the Lord. You know, and your face looks like <laughs> something else. It doesn't match. Do you know how people see your face when you say that you love God? If you don't know, somebody knows. He said, love God with all your hearts. Where you treasure things. Love God with that. And don't let anything interfere your love towards God. Don't let anything, don't let even academic life interfere you. But you know what? When you love God, everything works right. Everything. And he said, with all your soul, your very life, your inner being, love God with all your soul. Then he said, love God with all your might. It means very much. The way right now you love God, love him more than that. (laughs) Love him very much. Let people know that you love God. Now You know, sometimes it's very difficult to, to, to say more about loving God because there are some people that have misused that concept of loving God. Loving God doesn't mean you compromise. It doesn't mean that you permit everything to come in. In fact, love shows you what to do, what is right and what is wrong, and it will keep you what is right. That is loving the Lord. Like God, God is holy, but he's loving, right? He will judge some, but he will forgive some. God with every bit of yourself everything everything about you need to be committed to the fact that I love my God so do you do you love God enough to change your plans and ambitions do you love God enough to obey his 613 commandments are there rules up to that in the school huh? Are they rose up to 613? <laughs> Do you love God? That you know that he's so big that he brought you into this institution to mold you, to shape you, so that you will be where he wants you to be in the future. Do you love God that much? To change certain behaviors of your life? You know, certain things that you don't want, you never want to give up. And maybe it might not be harmful. It, not, it might not be very wicked, 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 sir. No. Say, "You know, if you love me, you need to change these things in your life. Are you willing to do that because of the one you love? Are you? If not, you will know all about Jesus Christ and become head knowledge. You will never personalize the walk with God. And then verse 6, he said, you know, and these words which I command thee this day shall be in your heart. Hide it in your heart. Treasure it. Do you know you guide your heart all the time. Guide the word of God. Guide the love of God in your heart. Don't let anything come in and and it or steal it away. Don't let anything take that joy of loving God away from your heart. Put it there where it is safe and lock it up. Where is it is safe. You know, there are a lot of things. You know, our, our enemy is very, very carnal. He's very wise. He has steadied us. He knows us. And when he's coming to you, he doesn't just open the door and just... Come to you, hey, I'm the devil, I'm the demon. He doesn't do that, does he? Because you run away. He will him right? Even the, the sinner, you know, the, 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 the sinner doesn't like Satan coming around in his house. No, he comes with tricks, of skill, with ink talent, with wisdom. He has steadied you, he knows your footsteps, he knows how you think. He has stayed it man for about 6,000 years. But when he's coming to you, you think this is good. But you know what he's coming to do to steal? The love of God that is in you. Just, you just want to put some, so He'll put some, a lot of detours. Well, I'll just experience this. This is nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything with the love of God. God knows that I love him. But let me take a detour. Let, let, let me wander away and then I'll come back. It's all part of the loving of God. It's not. It's not. The devil is very subtle. And that's why the Bible says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary as what? A roaring lion. He's not seeking the unbelievers, no, he's seeking you. You are a target, you are a mark for him. And he has, he has time, he is patient, waiting for you. And if you are not very careful, the one that can overcome the devil is God. And he wants you to be his lover. So that when you are in him, guess what? The devil cannot touch you. He can't. God will do it for you. The battle is not our battle. We always win because our lover fights for us. And he knows how to take care of the devil. Aren't you glad that God knows how to take care of the devil? God is never confused of whatever Satan is doing. He's not. And if I love God, obey his commandment, hide his word in my heart, he will take care of the devil for me. He will. I don't need to, to be concerned about that. He said, you should you know, hide the word of God in your heart. And then verse 7, thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house. And when thou walkest by the way, and when thou sittest down, and when thou rise up, well, some of us don't have children, so, well, maybe this verse doesn't apply to me. It does. You have a Sunday school class, right? You have friends. You, you know what he said? He said, talk about the love of God every time, everywhere, at the table. You know, when we love, we love sports, don't we talk about sports all the time? You know, don't we talk about baseball game? I don't like it. Do I don't like it. A baseball game, I. Right. <laughs> but soccer, yes, you know, that's my, I can tell you, a lot of them. A lot of them. You know, and, and sometimes we even know, you know, how, how much they bought the player, when they will buy the player, even before the player knows that they are going to buy him. <laughs> Why? Because we are into it. And we tell our friends. We want them to be part of our team. You know what he's saying here? Let people be part of your team, of loving God. Let them be part of the team. You talk about it. Not, not as a duty, no. You know, if you do that to, you know, at a a dinner table, oh, people run up from your dinner table. But you see, when when, when it's part of you, everybody wants it. They want. You don't have to force it in. No. Hey, let me tell you what the Lord did in my life. Let me tell you the answers of prayer He has done. You know, not just oh. What is the Lord doing in your life today? (laughs) No. Now they see it. You see miracles everywhere. Then, when you you will not even realize that you are obeying the rules. You don't. You, You don't. And sometimes you don't even know that this is a rule because you think, well, I'm just loving God. I'm just doing what God wants me to do. Was that part of the rules? Yeah, but I never broke it. Because I was right with God. I love God. And he knows what I should do, so he will tell me what I should do all the time teach them. Implant in them. And those of us that have children, you know, sometimes we are failing there. Our children drag us to different places. Where they went, that's where we go. And sometimes you have to do that, right? But even if you are going, you have to teach them the, the word of God. Wherever you are, You know, Joshua said, you can make anything up. But as for me and my house, (laughs) we will serve the Lord. When somebody enter into my room, they will know I love God. Just by entering my room, they, they should know, wow, there's something different about this guy. Or this person, this family. Why? Well, we love God. Here, oh, Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. He is God. For you to stay and do what God wants you to do, you must know that God is God. God is God. You are not going to change him. Nothing of you will ever change God. Uh, But but the the fact is that he will never forget you. He will never forsake you. That's part of him being God too. He will always remember you. He knows, do you know that God knows where he has to get you to? He knows the right people that you have to meet. He knows it. And when you love God, guess what, at the right time in the right place, those people will be there all the time. And you will see life meaningful and not just as duty. The Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. Let's pray. I as I bow and I I close, I will Call on Pastor to finish
1: with us. It's a question as we bow before the Lord that we need to ask regularly, but as God has brought this message to us here this morning, can you honestly say, I really love the Lord with all my heart, my soul, everything within me? And is it evident that that is the case because I have freedom to do what is right because of His power and not chafing against anything? And, uh, and I'm letting people know, these last couple of days, I, it's been God's goodness, but I think people have really been encouraged by my love for the Lord. If, can you say that, or would you say, you know, there are just so many things that clutter up my mind, and, and I'm, I'm missing that love relationship. I've had it. Uh, there have been times God's touched my heart, but I realize I have got to cultivate this relationship more than, than I have. And So if God just really dealt with you about that this morning with bowed, would you just slip your hand up just to indicate that you know God has touched your heart? All right. Amen. Lord, would you work in these hearts? We do need to love you with all our heart, soul, and might. Lord, it is imperative that you are our life, Christ, who is our life. And uh, Lord, that ought to be uh, what marks who we are. Lord, I pray that you will bless in this invitation time those that need to be very definitive about putting you first, and that may mean other things have got to come down. Uh, and Lord, are just focusing more on, on cultivating a relationship. Whatever it is, Lord, would, would there be obedience to you now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.